Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, and hello from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Downer, and this is Conversations. Hope all are well. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. On Facebook, it is Conversations, the podcast. On Twitter, it's at Converse Radio, like the shoe without the E, at Converse Radio. And, of course, we're on Instagram. That's uh, at Conversations Radio. Uh, like what you hear or don't like what you hear? Oh, I want to hear. Drop me a line. That's conversationspod at gmail.com. And don't forget, all of our podcasts, besides being on our website, are also on Podbean. And that is conversationsradio.podbean.com. A lot to digest. I understand that, but this is information that's very, very important. And while you're on Podbean, sign up for that RSS feed. That is your ticket to getting our podcasts delivered to you directly, which is kind of cool. So as they publish, you get them. I want to take our guest from two weeks ago, uh, voiceover artist Jet Walker. Jet Walker is a Sovis winner. She got the Sovis Award for her work as the official voice of Universal Kids. So again, uh, she's just remarkable. You can check her out on our website as well as uh, jetwalkervo.com. Wow. <laughs> just a wonderful voice. And Jason Lewis, also uh, a voice actor who co-hosted. He is uh, the voice of Superman, the voice of Donkey, and he's done all kinds of stuff. Uh, he co-hosted with me, so thanks to him. And you're going to hear him again soon. We'll talk about that later. But I want to dive right in. We've got a great show tonight. I've got two standout artists, uh, one from across the pond who is here. And uh, both actually live, next to, live, live close to a pond, but more like an ocean. But we'll talk about that. My guest host tonight... You're going to love Gabe Eggerling. Gabe is an actor. He's a voice artist. He's a philanthropist and really dedicated to what he does, uh, both as an actor, voice artist, and giving back. And I love when folks use their celebrity for good. What he does is amazing. Uh, you may know him um, from a show called The Kicks on Amazon. He played Bailey Burke. Of course, we've had Six Orange on several times on the show. They've worked together. Want to bring in uh, Gabe Eggerling? Gabe, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining us on such short notice. Yeah. Gabe, what are you doing, guy? What's going on? <laughs> a lot of school right now. Yeah. I've been pretty swamped with a lot of school, um, which, I mean, is normal for high school. But as a sophomore, I've been cranking out a lot of AP psychology pretty uh, recently. And so, so it's tough stuff. So you're not homeschooled then? Oh, no, I am. Okay. I just – I choose to have a large load every year with school. So, But it pays off, I mean – it does. Yeah. It definitely does. School's always been very important to me. I'm, I'm going over a lot of your stuff here. I mean, again, you worked with you worked with Six on the Kicks. What a blast that was. Yeah. And she's told great stories about you, and they're all good. Yeah. I miss and, her a lot. It's been it's been a good time since I've seen her. But yeah, she's, she's playing soccer again, which is really cool. Yeah. She's yeah, in, it is. Because she's a really good soccer player. Yeah, that's what, uh, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. She's like, I mean, she's like obsessed. <laughs> I mean, in, in, a, in <laughs> yeah. a good way. I mean, in a good I'm way, sure you know. Soccer, so yeah. If that's the one thing you do, then you know. Exactly. And so you've done that. You've done a lot of. You didn't. I didn't realize you you do a lot of voice work as well. 
Yeah, I Would do. You... I uh, I do a lot of voiceover work. I did um, Jake and the Neverland Pirates for a good two years before my voice dropped. I did the voice of Jake for a while. Captain Jake, yes. Yeah, and I've worked so... with Disney a lot. Sophia the First as well? Yep, I did do Sophia the First, and I did uh, Whisker Haven's Palace Pets. Are you still doing voiceover stuff? Yeah, I am. I'm not currently doing anything right now except for audiobooks for Learning Ally. Um, I just finished uh, doing 13 Reasons Why. I did the voice of Clay, which was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. You are a uh, 2017 Sovis nominee as well. Yeah, I am for my work on Wonder. Sovis is a a wonderful organization. It's kind of like the Oscars for for voiceover. Yeah, so to speak. Pretty much. But uh, standout resume here. I'm just going through. It's amazing. You're a drummer as well, I understand. Yeah, I am. And uh, my band is actually, we're coming out with an EP in uh, January, February-ish. Wow. So I'm pretty excited for that as well. You got a band too. Good grief. Yep. When do yeah. you find the time? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I've got a book coming out as well. So I've been doing a lot of writing. And so it's it's definitely been a busy year for sure. But that sounds like I'm, it. I'm yeah. really excited for everything to come out. Well, I'm glad you're with us tonight. And again, yeah, um, this is your first time on the show and your first time is that you've gone right to co-host. We've been yep. promoted immediately, which is great. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. but our guest tonight, of course, you know her and I'm yeah. beginning to know her. And uh, the more I learn, the more I'm just impressed with her. An incredible, incredible actress and human being. Her name is Isabella Blake Thomas. Isabella's from London. You ever been to London, uh, Gabe? No, but I have a lot of family from london really so i've always wanted to go but oh, wow my, my dad's side is all english oh cool my father yeah. my father-in-law is from surrey so uh it's yeah. uh, it's it's he's very very british but um again very cool and um, our guest tonight again isabella blake thomas she's an actress she is a musician also uh gives back in a big way and a pilot we'll talk about that in a second <laughs> uh she's been in a, a number of uh projects both on tv and on film, got her start in London on a show called The Green Balloon Club, and I went over some of the old, um, oh, the old footage uh, from the from the show, and it's it's really really cool. You uh, may have seen her on Kepler's Dream. That's actually on, I think it's on Amazon or Netflix at the moment. And um, I'm going to have her tell her story because it, it really is amazing. I want to say hello to our guest tonight, Isabella Blake Thomas. Isabella, hello. Hello. Now, can I call you Bella or no? <laughs> I am I am open to any names. It's amusing. I've got quite a few nicknames over the years. One of my my prominent nicknames is actually Boo, which is what my mum calls me. Oh. Well, I'll leave I'll leave that for her. Because that's that's definitely a mom daughter name, but uh, Isabella, welcome to Conversations. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, and, I, and again, I, I ran across you. Well, first, Kepler's Dream is amazing. A great movie. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, also, it really is. Isn't it good? And I saw you in yeah. Gene as well. Gene was just, I mean, amazing. Um, oh, thank you so much. I had showed the trailer about my wife, and she's like, yeah, I want to see this. <laughs> so, it was, you know, it was good. But um, a lot of folks I ran across, and, uh, and when I looked further into your working background, um, and your backstory, I was just, um, I was very, very impressed. Um, oh, well, thank you. And we talked on the phone a couple of days ago about you and your mom working together and the synergy, which is, um, yeah. which is so evident. I mean, these are, you oh, know, yeah. anybody can do this. They really can. 
It's just that we're like taught that, you know, unless you're, you know, Spielberg or you're part of Sony or, you know, Universal or what have you, you, you don't have a chance, but that's not true. We'll talk about that because, again, it's just a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, my mum and I, uh, we have a production company called Mother Daughter Entertainment that we run together and we make a lot of films. We are currently working on one that we've just co-written based on a true story about a friendship I had with a hundred year old woman. That's currently called Three Doors Down. Uh, that'll be made very soon hopefully wow. uh, so we're working on that at the moment and we've got a couple of projects lined up already for this coming year incredible let's go back just a bit here you are from london i am indeed <laughs> now what came first what as far as you getting into the business i mean obviously the green balloon club that was your gateway so to speak <laughs> yeah so I started acting when I was four, which seems like a lifetime ago. Um, and I started by attending drama classes that my mum actually used to teach because I would just go along with her and sit and watch. And I fell in love with the idea that you could play and create new ideas as a job. And I thought, yeah. wow, that is the coolest job in the world. Now, this was before I wanted to. I knew I wanted to to be a pilot, and I remember thinking, "Oh, I could be a pilot in a movie." And amusingly, now I am training to be an actual pilot. Um, but I started on the TV show The Green Balloon Club. Uh, I vaguely remember the audition process. I just remember it being out of eight hundred kids. Wow. They needed five presenters, and I was the youngest the youngest one in the final five and I got chosen and then from then on everything kind of dominoed with more tv shows more movies and then some awards and then life moving to LA now the the show was obviously it was a it was a British show on CBS yeah. BBC and obviously for kids probably a very popular show back in the day yeah it's very amusing now a lot of my fans and followers on Instagram who are incredible and so supportive of what I do. A couple of them recently, actually quite a few of them now I look back, have gone, I remember watching you on the Green Balloon Club in England. <laughs> so it's crazy how social media brings you back to connect to other people. That's yeah. great. Uh, Gabe, any kid shows that you were on as a young kid? Um, Not necessarily as a young kid, but I remember watching Jake and the Neverland Pirates and now knowing that it did the voice of it, I always thought that was pretty funny. That's kind of surreal. Yeah, it is because like that used to be one of my favorite shows, and then like once I started working on it, I was like, okay, this is pretty crazy. That's amazing. Again, the voiceover stuff uh, that you've done yeah. and uh, whatnot. Isabella, do you have copies of all your old shows? You know, I probably do somewhere, but actually, the Green Balloon Club, funnily enough, has just started releasing episodes on YouTube, and people have found them again. So I've been able to go back and rewatch them, and it's very amusing to see myself as a four, five, and six-year-old. Kind of starting out and seeing how little I was. Uh, I know you showed me. I don't remember which one it was, but there was a song that you showed me. <laughs> yep, it was probably the song "It's Our World." It was the one yes, where I had that was a it, very that was slight it. lisp in the beginning, which is quite amusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's incredible. I mean, the, the, the again, the show was very, very popular. And by the way, you looked very, very confident in the role <laughs> as Lily. Yeah, it's very amusing. My mum remembers being on set and she was astonished at how I just kind of took to it like a duck to water and just just went with it and ran. So obviously kids shows here in the States, obviously Sesame Street, I mean, a huge thing. Um, yeah. The Electric Company was another one. Uh, Zoom, 
Zoom was a, a I think Zoom's still I'm not sure if it's still doing it or not, but Zoom's been doing going for years. That's out of Boston of PBS, and um, they mm-hmm. change the cast about every six months. They change the cast, but a huge thing. But uh, yeah, those were shows that, like when you, when you got home from school, you just you turned them on. You know, they were they were good <laughs> to go, or or like Saturday mornings or whatnot. So um, yeah, kids programming for sure. That but uh, that was your your gateway, and then at, at age seven, I'm looking I'm, again. There's no list of questions. It's just a conversation. But <laughs> for context, um, you did your first movie with Helena Bonham Carter. My God. Yeah, Helena Bonham Carter. She was a wonderful soul. She was incredibly kind and sweet and welcoming. And she's extremely talented at what she does. And I, I was just in awe to be able to work with her. And funnily enough, I remember after working with her, I went to watch Alice in Wonderland. And I turned to my mum and said, but Helena didn't have such a big head when I met her. <laughs> and because I was at that age, it, that was that was when I learned about CGI. Um, right. But she she was incredible. And that's, that movie that I worked on was called Enid. And uh, it was based on a British author called Enid Blyton. And I have read every Enid Blyton book that there has ever been because wow. she was an incredible young adult author. And she wrote some very uh, powerful and kind of adventurous, adventurous books that I just I grew up with and fell in love with. And so it was incredible, incredible to be able to to be in that movie. So you have quite the library there at the house. I do indeed. Aren't books great? They are. Yeah. I mean, it's just wonderful. And uh, again, you wrote wrote an e-book called When the Zoo Closes. Yeah, that is, is really that's cool. my my children's ebook about. I mean, I guess the I guess the stories in the title about when the zoo closes and what happens when everyone goes home. Wow, and that's just just an ebook. So, but you, you get that through your website, or also I think Amazon has it as well. Yep. So yep. very very cool. And, and and I thought about that the other day. And Gabe, you probably relate as well because I know Gabe is very very involved in making sure that people get books. Um, yeah. It just the. The smell of a bookstore when you go in the old bookstores, that smell yeah. of all that paper and the, and, and and you know and the and the, and the crumpling and and uh-huh. it's just I mean oh yeah yeah it's just amazing. Bookstores it, are really magical. magical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like there's it's, actually one bookstore I think in downtown LA called the Last Bookstore. That's like oh yeah, it's definitely my favorite bookstore just because of how they set everything up it feels almost like a labyrinth in a way i think they literally tried to make it feel like a labyrinth but it's like got walls and walls of books and like it's incredible book tunnel and everything it's it's, like a, it's a great place it's like a fire hazard but i won't, won't go there yeah. <laughs> i mean exactly yeah. there's it's a some, nice place nonetheless there's some cool bookstores in uh, in burbank as well and you can get uh you know buy old books and old magazines and sears catalogs and uh, scripts you can buy you know copies of scripts and it's just um oh, really? all that stuff oh yeah it's really really cool i cool. remember going to the edinburgh fringe festival a couple of years back and there's this massive second-hand bookstore but i say second-hand but with very old old books so they're probably like fourth hand fifth hand books no, no longer second hand yeah. um and 
And they, I found this one book there called Mud Pies and Other Recipes. And it was essentially a recipe book for kids to make things like mud pies. And they had sandbox sandwiches and leaf cakes and all this fun stuff. Wow. And so I used to use that book all the time. And I still have it, actually. And, of course, you know, in, in England, it's the, you know, it's the papers. I mean, you got to get the afternoon paper. Um, oh, yeah. And I guess, you know, that's kind of kind of fallen by the wayside here in the States. Where you had morning paper and then afternoon papers, and now it's just a morning paper, and now there's a lot of places no papers at all. I mean, it's uh, it's yeah. print is kind of it's all gone the way of the the web. Um, yeah. But, oh um, yeah. I haven't picked up a newspaper in I don't know how long, and I, I kind of miss it. We're just so connected with the internet as far as you know newspapers and magazines yeah. and stuff. Um, it's uh, you know you don't, you can't thumb through it. You know, so if I never like when you go to the doctor's office or you're at the airport or somewhere where you're waiting, there's like a table full of magazines. It's kind of cool, you know, yeah, <laughs> to, to go through all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, Isabella, your resume is phenomenal. I mean, you just oh, you've had you. some great opportunities. You and your mom, again, again, a lot of stuff you've done on your own. Now, your mom's been making movies and, and writing stuff and producing it too. So, what came first, your career or her career? In the business. Well, when uh, when when I was younger and before I was born, my mum used to direct theatre and she ran her own theatre company back in the UK. And so I guess that that kind of came first when you think of it that way. But then the film career came from me and then she started directing film over here a couple of years back. And believe it or not, it's already been two years, but she's already directed seven features. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's impressive i don't know how she does it but i'm very proud of her what was the defining moment as far as uh, your decision to come to the states and settle it's an interesting question um i've always loved los angeles i, I love the weather the people the beach uh it's it's always it's always felt very natural to be here so i guess oh it's, it's a good it's a good question defining moment I think just a lot of a lot of events kind of led up to it over the years um, and how much how much we loved it over here. But I I remember the first time I came over, it was actually to meet a friend who my mum and I had met on a flight uh, a couple of years back. Who And she was traveling to Europe uh, to travel with her family. And obviously we were traveling back to, to London from from Michigan to visit some family we have there. And so I met her and her mom said, well, if you ever, if you ever down in LA, uh, c- come find us. And my mom being the person she is, when we were in LA, we found them and we've just, we stayed friends with them. And that was the reason we first came over. Had you worked on, had you worked on projects in America before you actually moved over here? Uh, yes, I'd worked on a couple. I'd worked on the one little glory yes. uh, with Cameron Bright. We primarily shot that in Canada uh, because it needed to be shot during the winter and there was quite a bit of snow up there at the time. Uh, but there, yeah, there's definitely been a couple of things that before we moved, uh, I'd shot. And you've done a lot of shorts as well, and the shorts are phenomenal. Uh, the Blimp Trap, I haven't seen it yet, but the trailer looks amazing. Oh, thank you. That one was uh, a very challenging but in a good way for, for that role because I had to play an autistic girl called Billy. And... I had never had to play an autistic girl before. And so I did a lot of research on autism, watched the movie Rain Man, because as well, 
playing uh, an autistic person on camera is a very different thing than, for example, playing an autistic person in theatre. And so I had to, to study Dustin Hoffman, who is oh. my idol, uh, thoroughly. Amazing. And so that role was was an extreme step for me in in my acting because it 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 showed me not only a lot about the autistic community but it showed me it how can i put this into words um it showed me a lot about the autistic community but it also showed me how powerful film can be and how you can get so many messages across through film yeah I think you did a good job in that movie. I, I know. Oh, I've seen, thank I you. you good job. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I've got. To, I've got to see it. I haven't seen it yet. It looks. It looks amazing. Um, it is. Won, won multiple awards, so it was well received. Did your mom work on that one too? Um, she she was on on set for that one. Yeah. Um, but that that movie with with the awards that was when I won best young actress at the Houston international film festival. And that was an incredible moment because there hadn't been a big announced thing at the time. They created that award award actually, especially for me as a young actress at the time, which was just incredible. And it was a big surprise to me. I was sitting there and they were introducing this, this young girl who was incredible. And then they said my name and I couldn't quite believe it. (laughs) The rules kept coming. I want to talk about Jean because Jean is one your mom was in as well. Uh, and I she guess was. She played your, I want to say your grandmother in the <laughs> she film? She did. That, that's, there's, an, there's an amusing story behind that. But I, I loved working on that project as well. And not only being able to work alongside my mom with her as an actress, uh, I got to explore a new part of me in that as well. I've been very fortunate with the roles I've I've received and, and been given that I've been able to progress with each one and each one's been more of a, a challenge than the last in order to, to push me as an actress. That's important you mentioned that. And I want to mention, I wanted to ask Gabe that as well. Every project you work on, Gabe, I think you learn from that and, and carried on to the next one, right? Yeah. Just, I, mean, I feel like just like with anything, yeah, once you get the experience, it's like it's definitely useful for your next project. And of course, the whole networking thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. So important in this business. Um, and there's yeah. so many there's so many things when you're on set uh, that you learn. It's not even just about pushing yourself as as a performer. It's also about learning new things about, for example, being behind the camera and being on the blimp right. trap. Actually, I learned a lot about lenses and angles, and I was fortunate enough to be able to do that on that project. And so I think there's definitely, no matter what it is, there's you'll always come come away from a movie having learned something new. Where did you guys shoot Jean, by the way? We shot that in uh, in Sedona. Wow. Yeah, that was beautiful. It was incredible skyline. And there's this one restaurant up the road which served the best pumpkin ravioli, and I thoroughly <laughs> remember that. Wow. <laughs> pumpkin. Outstanding. The uh, And all the animals as well, a lot of wildlife. and. Uh... Oh, yes. We, we got to film with a real wolf, actually, in that shoot. And a large tarantula and a couple of other incredible animals. Like one of them was a fox as well. So I got to work with some, some wild animals up close. The tarantulas are kind of cool, but I don't want to climb up my leg. That was kind of, <laughs> yeah. that was kind of creepy. Um, yeah. The fox was cool. And, of course, the wolf, a great, uh, I mean, just uh, the, the scenery was just beautiful. And a great story as well. Oh, yeah. Certainly that uh, the subject matter was very, very, you know, very prevalent. And um, yeah. 
and Roger, Roger the dog. Was, yeah. Uh, Ranger, the Ranger, I'm sorry, Ranger the dog. <laughs> Ranger is an excellent friend. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Gabe, you and Isabella have worked together on a couple of movies together. Yes, we have. We've known each yeah. other for like five years now, I think. Yeah, really I can't, yeah, I can't believe it's already been that long. Yeah. And you both have had great things to say about your other, um, Gabe, Isabella says you're her young brother. And yeah. Isabella, Gabe <laughs> says, now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know he's, he's not so little anymore. And yeah. Gabe, Isabella is your best friend, which is yeah. uh, very cool. We so. are, we are very close. Yeah. So you, you guys were together on pretty outrageous. That movie is now available on Amazon as well to kind of promote that there. So go check yeah. that out. Um, and then another movie we worked on together was The League of Legend Keepers Shadows. Yes. Which was the first movie in a series. Yeah. Uh, and that was a blast. We had so much fun shooting that. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun. It was a great cast, great special effects as well, and a great experience yeah. all around. So how did you and Gabe meet initially? Yeah, well, we met um, through Book Pals, actually, which is an incredible organization. I'm sure Gabe will want to talk a bit more about that as yeah. well. Yeah, um, I've had a and, lot of experience with Book yeah. Pals. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, 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 so we met originally through that because someone at Book Pals suggested that we met because we were both homeschooled and actors. And we just we just hit it off the second we met. Yeah. I remember I, she gave a TED Talk. and We, we mm-hmm. both have given TED Talks. But um, that was one of our similarities. And I think I met you yeah. when, like, very soon after you came out here, right? Yeah, it was very soon. Yeah, and then we just started hanging out a lot. And we've been friends for, like, five years now. I think yeah. I was 10 when I met you. <laughs> we were so little. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I'm 15 now, so. Isabella, yeah. did, you, did you revisit the kick set? No, I didn't get to, actually. But I've definitely seen the show. I'm very proud of Gabe for that. It's Thank good. you. I don't think I had that many visitors except my dad and my brother. Fun times. That was a, a great show. I mean, yeah, um, yeah it really it was. was. And as Six was saying uh, a while back, that uh, it's just now releasing in other countries. So yeah, folks are it actually is. It's, seeing yeah, it for the it, first it's time. It's going completely international. So I'm pretty excited for that. Very, very cool. But uh, you guys are both actors. You're both very much involved in literacy and books and um, yep. um, a couple things. Um, Isabella, you worked with John Voight in Orphan Horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness. <laughs> he He's incredible. He's such a talented actor, and he's so he's he's got such a great sense of humor as well, and he's so powerful on set. There's no other word to describe him. He just, he's so dedicated and hardworking, and to be able to work with him was such an incredible opportunity. He's been doing this a while. So Indeed. As well as um, your work on Kepler's Dream. Yeah, I was I was fortunate enough to work on that with Kelly Lynch, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, Holland Taylor, Kelly, who incredible cast from that as well. I got to learn so much from them, and it was I actually cut ten inches of my hair off for that movie, and was fortunate enough to be able to donate it to Locks of Love. Good. And yeah, and in the movie. My character, Ella, cuts her hair out of solidarity for her mum, who's played by Kelly Lynch, uh, because her mum has cancer, and so through chemo she loses her hair. And we were I was talking about it with the director, and we were talking about possibly doing a wig or something like that, and we just realised that I would much rather cut my hair and know that I'm donating it to someone who will really appreciate it, and I'm so glad I did, 
and it was i i it was it was so powerful to be able to see that now and remember that moment and be able to watch it on screen and your hair will grow back theirs might not so again you're exactly i mean that's a wonderful thing i totally agree with lots of love if you if people can do that that's great i don't have a lot of hair left so i wouldn't be much of help i don't think but, uh, <laughs> rowan atkinson now yeah a legend um johnny english oh, yeah. reborn again you were young in that one too I was. And funnily enough, I played a character called Izzy. So I guess it was meant to be. I got to work with Rowan Atkinson. Um, Gillian Anderson played my mum on that. Daniel Kaluuya as well, who I actually bumped into again the other day. He's doing very well. It was lovely to see him. Uh, he was very astonished to see how much I've grown up since he last saw me. Um, but it's, yeah, it was an incredible experience. And I remember seeing him and going, it's Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciated that. <laughs> so, so here you are you're in southern california my god living the dream now oh yeah do you miss london it's an interesting one i i don't think i miss the rain i wasn't a fan of the rain that happened uh, yesterday i much prefer the sunshine uh, but i i love for me i guess when people say do i miss places i i i don't feel that missing something for me uh how, how can i put this i guess i i home for me is wherever my my mum is and where the people i love are and so wherever that is that is where where i miss if that makes sense yeah i totally get that mm-hmm. and uh, again you're in hermosa beach which is just um amazing you're close to the ocean which is cool um and yeah um, England, obviously England and the U.S., as similar as it may, may be, but it's very, very different. So what were some, oh, yeah. did you have any challenges as far as adapting to uh, life here in the States? The words. <laughs> there are words, for example. Like uh, in England, we have trousers. Right. And over here, you guys have pants. But in England, pants are underwear. So it's very difficult to hear someone talk about their <laughs> pants when you first come over. And you're not quite sure what they're talking about. Yeah. Is that like uh, French fries and crisps? Oh, yeah. 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 Chips, French fries, crisps. I still I still get stuck on that one because over here as well, if you ask for a side of chips, they bring you crisps. And I'm like, I don't want crisps with that. I uh, like chips, please. <laughs> but you, yeah, you, you I'm get... used to a lot of English words because of my dad. He he still says a couple of things differently. I know he says the boot instead of the trunk. And yeah. It's pretty funny because, <laughs> like, we weren't used to it at first. And now that we're used to it, it's it's funny to just kind of laugh at him just a little bit. <laughs> you can still get Walker's biscuits here. So that's good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. One of... I, I guess when you talk about missing London, I miss the chocolate. <laughs> oh. British chocolate is like no other. Really? Okay. Oh, yes. It is. It's one of the, the strongest parts of of the food industry in England is the chocolate. <laughs> in my preference, anyway. I love you. I love your accent. Uh, again, you, you are very British. Um, but um, I'm, I imagine you were some vocal coaches and your American accent is also uh, very good too. Oh, thank you. I I'm very fortunate to have been able to to have the opportunity to work on my American accent quite early on, and so I've been able to kind of hone it in over the years. 
I worked with a dialect coach on Little Glory to to kind of get the specific regional accent that they needed. And from then on, I've been able to kind of edit it depending on where I need to be from as a character. How's your British accent, Gabe? Uh, I I have a good one. I ended up doing a, um, a voiceover job with a British accent the whole time. So uh, I have a decent one, but you know I wouldn't say I'm a. I sound like a local just yet. <laughs> can we can we hear a sample? Um, I don't know exactly what you'd want me to say, but I can kind of. Well, let me read something. Um, <laughs> hold on, let me find something to read. And again, uh, there there are different British accents too, according to where you're where yeah, you're from. Yeah, like dialects are also very important. I know there are a lot of different dialects too. I don't know which one mine is. I just hear something and I start. Because <laughs> like, if I yeah, dialects are a big part of of just London as well. There are so many dialects in London, and then there's so many in England, and then there's so many in the UK. There's just there's hundreds of thousands of different accents that vary depending on where you go to. Like Liverpool or, or different oh, areas, yeah. yeah. You've got Liverpool, uh, Manchester, um, Birmingham has an accent, Central London, Northern London, so- South London, East London. They all have different accents. That's crazy that, you yeah. know, one general area of like 50 mile radius can have so many different like dialects and accents. Well, I think that's. Oh, pretty- yeah. It's the same here in the States. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. If you're from, <laughs> if you're from Minnesota. You betcha, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you're from Oklahoma, or we're down here from Texas here in Dallas, you know. And then, of course, Canada <laughs> exactly. is Canada is like you know how's it going, eh? You know, so it's yeah, it's a whole thing. And I'm a quarter Canadian, so I'm allowed, eh? But um, music, British music, obviously. Yeah. Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? I haven't yet. I really want to go and see it. Same. Everyone tells me it's incredible. It. it was amazing. Um, we'll have to go watch it, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, we. I, I really want to see it. I'm yeah. pretty sure he'll get nominated. He was just. Oh yeah, for sure. Amazing. I saw Queen back in the '70s with Freddie oh, wow. Merc- with Freddie Mercury, and I got to tell you, it was pretty amazing. Oh, um, yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. Incredible. And then, according, um, I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl earlier in the year. Adam Lambert, he was good. He's no Freddie, but again, he admits he's not a Freddie, so it's good. But again, yeah. a, a great band. Those guys are all just total brains. Um, that must have been a great experience. And the Rolling Stones are coming. Yay! Yeah. I oh, yay! Ads for that. That's really exciting. That's going to be fun. And um, yeah. I've got Fleetwood Mac I'm going to see uh, next month. They're not- it's it's, okay, it's an interesting one with, with American versus British music because I often get asked, why is it that British people, a lot of British people, sing with an American accent? And I, I think... I, there's definitely many theories behind it, but I think it comes from the pop music we listen to is from a lot of American singers, sure, and yeah. that's just what we've developed the ability to kind of sing with an American accent. Well, I mean, the British invasion, I mean, uh, so to speak, it's very, very cliche, obviously, because there's so much more <laughs> to it than that, yeah. had such a huge impact on the music scene in, in, in the States back in the day, and it still does. And yeah. I'm hoping that our music had some impact over there. And of course, now... The way this stuff's all delivered, it's so different. It's just, you know, it's so readily available. Uh, So it's, I mean, again, books are cool. Record albums, I mean, as well. I mean, to to go through a record shop, which there are not many left to find. Yeah, I 
I love a good I love a good record shop. I actually have a record player, and we still listen to the classics. Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't that great? It's fun. Yeah. I want to uh, go ahead and talk about what you're doing, Gabe, with with the books because I think it's very very important. Tell us about uh, the charity that you work with that you've that you've created. Well, my charity, which is Mission Hero, which stands for Helping Everyone Read Out Loud, is uh, something that I started when I was really young. I think I was seven years old when I started it. And um, I've basically just been collecting books and been giving them out to a bunch of kids in Southern California. And then I also ended up branching out and going international. Um, I've built libraries in Peru and in Guatemala, and I've sent books to the Philippines. And I've given out probably thousands of books to kids in Southern California. Wow. Um, so that's been my main goal is just trying to get a book in every kid's hand, especially for those that don't have the means or another country books are like a luxury. Yeah, they really are. And it's very important for education. And, and Isabella, you're involved as well. I understand. I, yeah, I am so proud of Gabe for everything he's, he's been doing. He's, his idea and his mission is just phenomenal and I couldn't be happier for him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Putting I, you on the spot there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I saw your TED talk, and I thought was, that's those are so amazing to watch. What a great way to get your get your message out. And I think really that's what the best thing about TED talks is, is you can get up there and, and do that. And um, yeah, what what you've done is uh, is phenomenal. And Isabella, you were involved in this as well. You did some help on this as well. Yeah, yeah, I've I've helped out in any way Gabe needs me to because I admire what he does so much. That's so cool. That's awesome. Are you guys going to work together again? Any films planned together? Well, I we definitely will work together soon because yeah. we are we're a good team if I may say so myself. <laughs> yeah. Um and I can say this myself. Uh I I love working with Gabe. Um, and I, I really hope to work on something with him, with him soon. And you know what, since you're doing your music game, maybe we'll have to collaborate on something since my oh, EP yeah, is sure. going to be coming out as well, beginning of next year. Uh, yeah. so go, go check that out. Everyone listening. Um, and my singles already out. So we will have to write some music together, Gabe. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know sing- I've heard some of your songs as well. And I'm, I'm very excited for the full EP. Your single, oh, is, your single, you. your single is blame. Yes. That is out. Is there a video That's available everywhere? Is there a video as well with that? There is as a wonderful music video that I worked on with the fabulous Matt Cornett, and we collaborated on that to to bring the vision of the song to life. And now you've got the EP coming up, and yeah. uh, so a lot of studio time, and um, so they'll come. I out. was actually just in the studio this morning working on working on my music. And you play piano. You're really good. Yeah. I saw that. You were, oh, thank you. You were That's working great. out a Christmas song and it piano, sounded... Uh, yep, yeah, I play piano, guitar, ukulele. That's Yeah, ukulele is a thing as well. Um, yeah. That's a whole other thing. That's uh, that's really taken off over the years. Um, oh, yeah. My baby guitars, I like to call it. I, I too play piano, but I cannot read music. But I do play. And I currently own uh, two acoustic guitars. I've got a Martin which I play oh, also. Wow. I've got an Imanez, and I love just noodling around and, and just playing here and there. It's fun. How about your drum kit, Gabe? I actually have uh, a hand-me-down for my drum teacher. I have a Pearl Vision. Um, I don't know the exact year. but Isn't Pearl Vision, another... a, isn't that a, an optical place? Go ahead, I'm sorry. 
Huh? What did you say? No, there's a, there's a, a, a eyeglasses store called Pearl Vision. Oh. The, the other <laughs> yeah. one, okay, yeah. And it's also, you know, a drum kit. And I have a, uh, a Simmons electronic kit as well. And I have, like, I have a bass and an electric and acoustic guitar and a ukulele and a uh, yeah, grand piano and a keyboard as wow. well. So I have every instrument you could possibly think of. Have you? I could make my own band. You could. <laughs> have you and Bella Jam together? We have. We we, we played have. on our ukulele. We we enjoyed that. Yeah, I think That's... we we played. Here comes the sun. We learned here. Comes yeah. The sun. Wow. We came you, over. You guys got to record. That was, a, that was a fun song to play. We should yeah, play it that was again. very hard. You got to record that. It that, was. Yeah, that'd be great. Fun though. Gabe, how do they get information on your chair on on your charity? Um, well, you can go to my website, which is gabeeggerling dot com, and then you also have my Twitter and my Instagram, which are both at gabeeggerling. Very cool. And Isabella, what's up next for you? What do you got coming up? Lots and lots of things. Uh, the best way to find out is either through my website, which is my full name, isabellablakethomas.com, or through my social media, which Instagram and Twitter is Isabella underscore B for Blake and underscore T for Thomas. And then my Facebook is just my full name, Isabella Blake Thomas. And everything I do will be posted up there. Very cool. Again, folks, uh, her movies and films are, are readily available on many um many resources right now and again a few of them are already online or are being played on tv i think um kepler's dream was on one of the networks one of the networks i think actually but um um so we'll look up look look out for that and look for your world tour as well when the ep comes out exactly exactly <laughs> keep, keep an ear out i will and uh come back on again please because uh, you're amazing. Absolutely, Thank you so much for having I'll bring, me. I'll bring you on the coast and I'll put Gabe in the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Isabella Blake Thomas, we thank you. Aww, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having and, me. And best to your mom. And uh, Gabe Eggerling, thank you very much, sir. Good job as a co-host. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And uh, First time, so, you know, a little new to it, but thank you. You, you did fine. You were good. And again, uh, look forward to seeing more voiceover stuff from you. That's really cool. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. Guys, thank you so much. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. This is Conversations Radio. So long. 